Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I was fascinated last week that Jerry was pounding Egg McMuffins like it was his job and dosing them with salt because he didn't care because he's 80. How about that? So what better, shrimp cocktail or Egg McMuffin? Don't waste our time. It's Egg McMuffin all day. And don't get me started about those puny little cocktail rings that you buy. They're disgusting. Mike. Egg McMuffin's good anywhere. That's right. It's the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, it is. Thank you, Rick Regan. Uh, welcome to the RP Show, everybody, on a Wednesday. Thank you, Monty in Saskatoon, for pointing out that it's Wednesday. Somehow or another, I forgot what day it was. Uh, 1,075 is the episode number. Let's bring in Darren Moose DuPont. Moose, you have too many of these sober carpenters. You tend to forget what day it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. There you go. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Ice cold. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's so cold. Now I realize why it foamed up when I opened it. I brought it out of the fridge, and as I was walking out here to the line A, you've been out here. I'm like, this thing feels like a brick. I think I had it too close to the uh, ice box on the other side of the, You know what I mean? So I'm like, eee. Yeah. And then like a dolt, I decided to open it live on the air and uh, <laughs> had a moment. So anyways, here we are. We're ready to roll. And I know this is going to be every hour's fun, but it just goes so blank and fast, right? We race through those quick six show topics. There's not a lot of time. The one thing that I don't ever hear, Darren, from anybody is, Rod, your show's boring. You ever hear that? Never. I've never, never heard that. Never. No. <laughs> no. So it's just you t we tend to we let things move. So... I'm kind of, later on this hour, we're going to bring Chris Dingman on, two-time Stanley Cup champion. I told the story of being in the gym with him in Calgary last month. And I'll be honest, I'm going to say this to him when he comes on, so I'll say it now. I always thought he is a big meathead from his days in Brandon. Just a big, bruising bully. That's the way he played. And then I end up, he's on the treadmill, and I'm on that old man's bike, as Serena calls it. And uh, I'm like, this guy's got some... He's got opinions. He's smart. And I don't necessarily agree with every one of them. We're great together. You know, so Dingman's, I'm like, yeah. we got to get him on the air as soon as possible. So he's going to be on a little later on today. I can't wait for that. And I just want to ask the folks, whatever you want to talk about, fire it at us now. EMJ Marketing Text Line, 902-518-3033. It is the most interactive talk show on television, radio, or streaming, or podcast anywhere. Before I delve into what we have here, and we got some great ones, Moose, what's on your mind on this hump day that you would like to cover? You know, it, it, all of it. I mean, I'm really excited. We talked earlier, just dabbled in those NHL power rankings you kind of got yep. me excited when I'm flipping through the social media and you're like, you know, it's 20 days. I think it's 19 days now from the start of camp. Like, I'm really excited about that. But also just this realization that it is Wednesday and the NFL kicks off tomorrow. And it's kind of just come here really fast. And, and 
I'm starting now to get really, really excited for kickoff tomorrow night. Yeah, me too. And uh, that's the point. These leagues need to, some of them, fight for attention and headlines and stuff. And I, yeah, we're on the air all across North America. So we're going to talk about what we want to talk about, but I also don't want to miss the mark. And we do have some CFL questions come in here. But just with regards to, it was my personal Instagram story. I said 20 days until Florida Panthers hockey. Yeah. Not training camp, Florida Panthers hockey at the new arena. It's going to have a new name old arena with a new name here in Sunrise, Florida, and they're playing Nashville in a doubleheader. I talked to the Panthers today, and uh, but we'll save the Panthers enlightening talk for our podcast, the Cats and Bolts podcast, which will debut next week with Serena and I. But, you know, the other thing is two of the top ten teams in the NHL are here in Florida, so I'm very blessed to be able to do that. But Darren talked about the NFL kickoff. It's Thursday night, Kansas City at Detroit. Hustler Patterson was with us last hour to talk about that game because he's a huge Chiefs fan. And, of course, the Banjo Bowl, which is our poll question today. What is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League? It's brought to you daily, our poll question, by Key Auto Group. Key Auto Group, driven by safety, experience, peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. And it's not even close. And it maybe it necessarily shouldn't be uh, a surprise. Uh, Regina and Winnipeg are our top two cities for viewership. So the Banjo Bowl's got 81% of the vote, followed by just 10% Calgary at Edmonton, the rematch of the Battle of Alberta, 6% only Montreal at Toronto, and 3% Hamilton at Ottawa. All eyes on Winnipeg's IG field late Saturday afternoon for what Hustler said, Darren, and I would think you would probably agree it's the best weekend of football out of the year. NFL week one, back half of the Labor Day weekend classics. Junior football gets back after a, after a bye. CFL triple header, and he didn't even talk about college. And, and what are you doing this weekend? What do you got for football? I know. I actually don't. I've got a week off before I go um, back to Saskatchewan to do a game in Regina on the 16th. So I got a week off, so it's going to be great. I'm going to watch football all day long on Saturday and all day long on Sunday. But you're right, university football, college football, junior football, CFL is like these are the two best weekends of the year outside of the playoffs and the Grey Cup. Um, you know, NFL starts. It is going to be just an, an unbelievable weekend. So get the treadmill time in on, you know, today and tomorrow and Friday. Okay, well, I appreciate the people responding with their comments. That's what I asked for. And there's a guy out in Kelowna who's got an interesting comment on the EMJ marketing text line I'll get to in a second. But Allie in Texas was uh, watching and writing in during our Lucky Whitehead interview last hour. I really love Lucky Whitehead. And uh, Wayne in BC said, are you a Lions fan, Allie? Because Lucky plays for the BC Lions. And she goes, I decided to pick them all. That way I don't feel left out in the CFL talk. There's a girl after my own heart right there. I cheer for them all too. And um, it makes it very easy, easier to cover sports when you don't care who wins. I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't care who won. I told you that on the phone Monday morning. It's a different yeah. feeling. I would have been happy for Winnipeg if they'd won. I was happy for the Riders that they won because I love Craig Dickinson. It makes it a lot easier to not be a homer. Yeah. And just one more, Jordan Ewart 
He is watching in the Queen City. He goes, I took in the Pats blue and white game last night. Watch for Cameron Kuzma, third round pick in the 2023 Bantam draft. Normally, we would not get into major junior hockey league intra-squad game coverage on the RP show, but I'll just say the kid had a hat trick last night. It was the first time. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm following it very closely. The Regina Pats yes, blue and are. white game moose. But I also saw coverage that Connor Bedard, here's an interesting one, was on the ice for the very first time in a Chicago Blackhawks jersey on Tuesday in Maryland, I think, Washington area, in a prospects, not even a prospects, what would you call it? I guess a rookies get together yesterday, and there was photo shoots. I read it all. Bedard in Chicago, November 12th, the Chicago Blackhawks visit the Florida Panthers. Dude, I will be banging on the doors of the rink to get in that day. I yeah. just can't wait. And there was an interesting interview with Bedard, I think it was at NHL.com, where he was an avid hockey card collector when he was a child er, a couple years ago. And they said, what would it be like, Connor, if you opened a pack of cards and got your own card? You and I know him well enough. He's like, I never really thought about that, but that would be pretty cool. He's just not thinking about these things. No, he's not. But that would be so cool, you know, to open it up and see yourself. You know, it's not like he's sitting there as the first overall pick being like, yeah, like I thought about this a lot. Of course I'm going to get my own card. It's no big deal. I'm the best player going to come out of junior hockey in 100 years. It's not, that's not how he's thinking. He's just thinking, I play hockey, and yeah, I score a bunch of goals, and I'm pretty good at it, but like, all these things are new for him, and he's, you know what, it seems like he's just staying in the moment. He's not getting ahead of the moment, he's staying in the moment, and that's, that's pretty cool. Pretty sure I haven't thought about what my own hockey card would look like. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it, but again, that's the reporters, and uh, for Allie in Texas, we covered this back at the start. If you didn't see it, NHL.com's power rankings are out. And I, I, it's just the way the world is now. They only do the top 16 in the NHL. They don't do the bottom 16 because they wouldn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I just can't. Why don't they give everybody a medal? Um, but Dallas is the third-ranked team. My predictions uh, last week were Pretty bang on with what these are. They got Carolina, the top team in the East. One of these years, Darren, you're going to be right. One of these years, the Hurricanes exactly. are going to win the Stanley Cup. You pick them like every year, hey? Yeah, I have. Yeah, two or three years in a row now. So uh, come on, guys. I'm due for one, and so are they. Um, so anyways, the, the question from the gentleman watching in Kelowna on TELUS television right now, I, I believe he's on TELUS, Wayne in Kelowna, BC. And this is the argument that comes up a lot and I don't have a ton of time for, but I'm going to read it anyways. He says, hello, CFL needs Canadian quarterbacks on the field to succeed. Identify the talent in Canadian schools and develop that talent while still in school. Teams need to invest in Canadian talent. And it's 111 Eastern. I'm just going to point that out. 1111 Mountain. Yeah, envision a positive outcome of any situation Beautiful. you're in right now. I say it again, CFL needs Canadian quarterbacks on the field to succeed. Well, they never have. 
and the league's only been around for a hundred some odd years, uh, 111 now, 112 years. Why would they all of a sudden need Canadian quarterbacks now? Um, that's just off the top of my head. What do you think when you read that? Yeah, I don't think you need Canadian quarterbacks to succeed. I think it helps promote the game. I mean, there's an incredible amount of excitement around Nathan Rourke last year in the CFL and what he's doing down south and around Trey Ford. There's a lot of excitement, and that helps. It's going to help grow the game, but it's not a necessity. This league has been very good and very successful without Canadian quarterbacks, and we always thought that was a big problem. So, no, I mean, it's working right now, and and it's really good for the game, and I think we do need to develop them but it doesn't need to be the sole focus and it's not a do or die situation. No, and I'll take it one step further. The two best Canadian quarterbacks right now are Nathan Rourke and his little brother Curtis and neither one's even thinking about the CFL. So, you know, one is in Jacksonville, just up the coast and they're sitting on the practice roster with the Jaguars waiting for his chance and Curtis is going to be playing here on Saturday night at FAU, against FAU with the Ohio Bobcats, assuming that he's going to be healthy. So I, I appreciate what he says, but I don't agree with it. And that's also fine. But when people say the CFL needs this, I just don't understand why that's such an argument, what's such a thing. Do you ever hear, Darren, the NHL needs... The NFL needs. Why is it a CFL thing? I don't understand. Oh, boy. I mean, I know. It it is such a conundrum, and it's a thing where we have this perception of how bad the league is doing in this conversation. And, you know, it's actually today we're okay. You know, the, the games have been pretty entertaining. We're getting some better players in. I think we've taken a step forward as a league as opposed to the last couple of years when it was really bad. So let's keep growing. But I think there's this need of like, and this is a society problem. We don't need to get too far into this, but this is a society problem where it's like you notice something that that maybe isn't what it once was or what you think it should be, and you feel like you got to dig your feet in and help and tell them what to do. And, well, I I think the league needs to do this, so I'm going to tell the league what to do. It's like, do you enjoy the games? <laughs> enjoy the games. Just enjoy them. Let the league go where the league wants to go and where it's going to go and just sit back and enjoy the product because they're not going to listen to you anyway. <laughs> I can sit on behalf of those teams and say, no, no, I can speak for them without them giving me permission to. They don't care what we think. Uh, it's a different time. Um, and I saw it happen before my very eyes, sitting in the... And it was so much fun. End of season, start of season, sitting around the boardroom in the arena or the stadium and thinking about next year's marketing plans and we need to do this. And we, you know, everybody was in it together. Yeah. And then over time, it just became... Uh, I obviously became the dinosaur. I went from the youngest guy at the table to the oldest guy at the table over a period of 30 years. You know how that happens? Yeah. And I was like, guys... We need a program. We got to have a program. No, no. Our advertisers aren't dying to advertise in our print materials. No more program. And that's not even, this is where I realized in the last little bit, that's not even to say that I'm right. 
who the hell am I? So I'm like, you guys just do your thing. Um, but I will say this about here at FAU, they could, the CFL could use a sprucing up in a lot of things, information-wise. And I'll maybe tell you this later, Darren, but I've signed up for collegepressbox.com. I would suggest you do that, collegepressbox.com. You got to be a media member to do it. You got to put in your credentials and where you air and how you air and how, what your audience is. But once you're in, which I got in, I'm in, baby. And it's every single nugget of information you could possibly want. Conference information, all the team info, stats, obviously flip cards, quotes from the coaches and players going into the games, coming out of the games. It's, it's unbelievable. And uh, that's what the CFL needs. But then they would go, well, we're not college. We're not, that, we're not, we're not that broad. Nope. You're not. We'll be right back with all of this and more. And Chris Dingman coming up, two-time Stanley Cup champion. We're live on Game Plus, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It is the best damn daytime sports talk show, and you're right in the middle of it. And just before we bring the moose back in, we do have a sports update on this Wednesday. Canada will play in the semifinal of the FIBA Basketball World Cup for the first time ever. The Canadians earned the right with a 100-89 win over Luka Doncic in and uh, Slovenia in this morning's quarterfinal match in the Philippines. They will play Serbia on Friday. The Toronto Blue Jays can sweep a three-game series in Oakland with a win over the A's this afternoon. The Jays took sole possession of the third American League wildcard playoff berth with a 7-1 win over Oakland on Tuesday night. Lefty Hinjin Rue gets the start for Toronto against Oakland's J.P. Sears. 
Our sports updates are brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. They have the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment, featuring their core five, Good Company Hazy Pale Ale, Common Crown Crafted Lager, Journeyman IPA, Brewmaster Blonde Ale, and Cooper Smith Brown Ale, four of which sit below 5% ABV, making them the ideal beer for your everyday common affair. They also, Darren, as you know, present our hockey coverage in part, and I do want to say this. <laughs> I, you know me how I live one day at a time, and sometimes we know this in the recovery business, we got to break it down to one moment at a time because sometimes things can get way too overwhelming. You know, trying to get my mind around the whole college football scene and football overall right. can be a little overwhelming. Tonight I'm going on a Twitter space. I don't even know what the hell about that is. How about that? <laughs> well, Up so last week I got reached out to by a Florida Panthers media type, and he asked if Serena was available to go on his Twitter space <laughs> and represent. They didn't want me. Nobody ever wants me. They always want her to go on. What? And I don't know why <laughs> that would know. be. But they, uh, she wasn't available. Because it's not 8 o'clock tonight. She's got to work real early tomorrow morning. So I said, well, I can do it if you want. Whatever that is. Do my Roy Shivers imitation. <laughs> so the guy, can, like, I, I, I've heard of Twitter space. But I darn sure have never participated in one. And I've yeah. never been asked to be a panelist on one. But I'll be one tonight. And the reason I know about it was <laughs> sitting in Theron Fleury's kitchen. He walks around like this with his phone up to his ear all the time. Theo. And I'm like, finally, I was like, what are you doing? And he goes, oh, I'm on a Twitter space. Talking politics. or talking about Trudeau on here. And I'm like, pretty sure I don't want to listen to that. Have you ever been on a Twitter space? Do you even know what it is? I know what it is. Um, no, I actually haven't. Um, so I'm kind of jealous that you get to go on a Twitter space. No, it's, um, it's, it's cool. It's like a live audio podcast. Like it's live on Twitter. It's pretty neat. So um, very neat, very cool. But yeah, I know what it is. I've seen it. I've, I've listened before. Well, it's tonight, 8.05 Eastern. Uh, Ali in Texas. How come nobody asked me to go cool. on a Twitter space? Oh, no. <laughs> because spicy. Because you don't cover a Atlantic Division NHL team. Which, That's right. I guess you could. I mean, the Leafs I are could. in the Atlantic Division. Um, I don't know. But Allie says they're pretty cool, Rod. A really relaxed atmosphere. Well, in true fashion, I will put a million times more pressure on myself than I should. Uh, so yesterday, the reason we're talking hockey here right now is that I'm going on a Twitter space. The uh, Panthers are home in 19 days to Nashville in a doubleheader. I want to know what's going on. So I, we went over to the Dodges, and Blake, who's all of 14 years of age, the oldest of the Dodge boys, we're at Dodge City yesterday, Moose. I said, I got to go on this Twitter space, and I need to rep represent Tampa Bay media. I said, how close are you following the Lightning? He goes, very closely. He's 14, by the way. And uh, he's like, well, they've lost their entire fourth line. And they had a pretty good draft. And they did this, this, and this. So he's on, he's on top of it. So I guess my point is uh, I'm getting through this show, and then I'll worry about the Twitter space later on tonight. Yeah. But T Tampa Bay finished uh, predicted to be ahead of 
the Florida Panthers in this Atlantic division, but a lot of us have Toronto picked to be number one. Do you have Toronto number one? I did. And yours? Yeah, I had Toronto number one, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, to the 902-518-3033 text line, EMJ text line, where the heck is it? Kirk in Toronto writes in, he says, hey, Moose, sounds like you're not going to Saturday's 1 p.m. Argos game. Yeah, I don't think I what do you got for him? It's not on my It's not on my dance card this weekend. So I'll try and watch as much of it as I can on TV, but uh, not on my dance card to go to the 1 p.m. Argos game on Saturday. Well, are you finding out now that because you're in the center Ooh. of the universe and they do really believe that they are the center of the universe, not only are there a million things to do, but you're invited to a million things. That's right. There's a lot going on and trying to budget your time. Like, look... I will, there's so much out here too. I want to make sure I find time to go to OHL games and go to <laughs> OJ games, Junior A games, and OUA football and hockey and, and check out a few things. And also, you know, I just want to spend some time relaxing. So um, there's a lot. So you really got to budget. I know what you're going through when you say, look, at like one game a weekend sometimes. Like I just got to budget my time. So it'll be a challenge for sure. I figured that out three falls ago when I first came to South Florida. I figured that out within two weeks. I'm like, I can only go to one game a week. This is too much. It's overwhelming. It's great, but I can't be at everything. Last week I was at two games, but I just want to spend a minute on uh, these CFL games because gosh knows we'll get into the hockey enough throughout the course of the winter. I'll say it again. Canada's game of the week is our poll question today. What is it for Key Auto Group? Ticats at Red Blacks Friday night or one of the three games in the triple header on Saturday, Montreal at Toronto, Saskatchewan at Winnipeg, or Calgary at Edmonton. I want to spend a minute on these games, as I said. The vote's going to show that the Banjo Bowl is the game of the week. I have not read the game notes yet. It's only Wednesday, right? The game notes haven't come out yet, from what I could see, for what the history is in the Banjo Bowl. But Winnipeg historically wins it. I, I think they I haven't even... Seen the betting line. I'm not sure that's out yet. I should have probably written it down. Um, I think Winnipeg wins this one in a in a romp. You? It's definitely there. <clears throat> like that's definitely the possibility, especially after last week's game went, the game on Sunday, and you know everything that happened after the game. <sighs> this could definitely go that way, where Winnipeg wins handedly. But it could also be a game that really, like, if Saskatchewan comes back and, and slaps Winnipeg in the mouth again, then this is the, the sign that Saskatchewan's for real, right? If they can take both games from Winnipeg, then it's for real. But there's a chance that they get slapped around and everything says, well, okay, it was just a, a one-off in the Labor Day Classic because they always win Labor Day and power, a balance of power is restored in the West. So two things could happen in this game. I'm curious to find out which one it's going to be. Um, they're very curious about you. When I ask this question, just blink twice if you don't want to answer it. Because not everybody's as open as me. Colin in Ottawa writes then and he says, where is dupes living in the big smoke? Are you one of those people that say they live in Markham or Mississauga rather than Toronto? Do you want to answer that or not? Oh, I don't care. I'm in the GTA. I, I say I'm in Toronto. 
Just because as a Western kid, it doesn't, the, the difference between Mississauga and Oakville and Markham and Oshawa and Toronto, it doesn't mean anything to me being out in the West, right? It's all Toronto. And when you drive and you put me down and you drive for an hour, I can't tell when I've left one and entered the next. So let's just say I live in Toronto and I'm a 15-minute, 20-minute train ride to downtown. That's why I wanted to allow you to answer that and not answer it for you. <laughs> You're welcome. Monty in Saskatoon writes in and says, Saskatchewan will win in Winnipeg. I want to clarify, this is not this week's Deal or No Deal segment, but we are talking about the games. Deal or No Deal will go down on Friday. But uh, Ottawa's favorite at, sorry, Ottawa's favorite at home against Hamilton Friday night. The Argos, 10.5-point favorites against Montreal at BMO in that early game Kirk was talking about. Uh, you understand at 9-1, and one, this could still be the greatest Argos team ever. And I've had people saying, oh, stop with that. I'm just going by the numbers. Don't, don't. There's a lot of things you can get angry at me at. You can't get angry at me for that. Okay, they're on pace for their best season ever. Back off if you have a problem with that. Um, Sask at Winnipeg, Winnipeg favored by eight and a half. I'm like, did these bet regal odds makers not learn anything last week? But it's Labor Day Sunday, and the Riders always win on Sunday. I see our director of scouting, Craig Smith, writing in saying Sask's a scary team, and for sure they are. But I also see people saying that Jake Dolegallo is for real. Also looks like he is. But did we not say that about Dustin Crumb? I was the one saying that about Dustin Crumb. I said he was the best story of the season. He was the best story of the opening third of the season. It's largely been Chad Kelly, the Argos quarterback, and where's Dustin Crumb gone? Uh, and Edmonton, a two-point favorite over Calgary at home. So I'm just pointing all of that out. Like, again, you're more the football guy than me. The fact of the matter is I am a hockey guy. I know football, but hockey is my thing. Darren's the other way. Football is his thing. He knows hockey, but it's in his DNA. Are you willing to anoint Jake Delagala the next one? No, he's the flavor of the week. And in and, and all signs, he's doing everything <laughs> that he needs to do to be anointed as the next one. Um, I don't even know if we've anointed Jake Mayer the next one, you know, in that group. I mean, he still has to prove it, but now he's the guy. Um, Dola Gala has earned an opportunity to be in the discussion to be the guy and then see if he can sustain this long term. But you're right, Dustin Crum was the flavor of the week for, you know, two, three, four weeks in the first third of the season. Now it's kind of Trey Ford in this section of the season. Trey Ford's kind of the guy turning Edmonton around slowly and see if they can snap, uh, get back to winning this weekend. But... Jake Dolagala has the tools. He's started to prove it a little bit. It just needs to be sustained before we're willing to just uh, forget about it and, and anoint him as the next guy in Saskatchewan. Well, that's the fun thing about sports. That's what we try to do here every day, people, is just talk about things and not get people too upset. For instance, <laughs> I was the one hyping up the hype horn remember the hype horn i used to have on the old radio show i used to do about dustin crumb and and the football people were like he he hasn't done a thing oh okay i'll shut up then but with connor bedard where hockey is more my thing you were right beside me 
from the time he was 14, and certainly into his 15-year-old year, the Bedard hype, and people were telling me to pipe down on that. Some were. But when he was 15, he proved there was no slowing down this train. Right? (laughs) This is for real. Um, Not to sashay down that road necessarily, but who gets the hype and who doesn't? How do we decide? You know, that is what I'm saying. I know. And, and it has to do with results and it has to do with a whole lot of things. But I think, you know, when in the moment, you're worthy of the hype. Sure, like, let's hype Jake Dolagala. But let's just also make sure we're hyping him today as, you know, a really exciting quarterback and somebody who has a bright future. But let's not anoint him on Saskatchewan's Mount Rushmore quarterbacks or say he's going to lead us to the Great Cup or all this and that. He is a very excited player right now. He's very good. He's great with the media. He's got all the tools. He's really tall and big and great arm. And uh, the, the teammates like him, and they're winning football games. So let's just hype that up and be excited that he's your quarterback right now and leave it at that. Let's not look too far ahead into the future. He needs to prove it. Yeah, and I just want to point out Ali uh, in Texas says, and not get people too upset. Ha, ha, ha. As if people aren't going to get it. No, no. I don't expect anybody to be on this train with me. Maybe eventually they will be, but not now. I had an epiphany just this week where I realized somebody, I mentioned this on yesterday's show, people are still getting after me about the past and the riders. They're never going to get it. You know, you can't worry about if people are going to get upset about what I say about a headbutt to Zach Caleros or whatever. I got offered another hockey job this morning, another hockey play-by-play job in Canada. And I'm like, I literally said to the guy, are you not following what's going on? This is fine if you're not, but I'm in Florida. So moved on. I'm in the next chapter of my life. That's not what I'm looking at. And he wasn't. Like Serena said to me, he's not being offensive or anything. He's not really following what you're doing. Let it yeah. go. Don't be so upset that they don't know what you're doing. So back to this. Don't get upset that somebody's upset that we're pumping Dustin Crumb's tires too much or not enough for Bedard or do you know what I mean? Just let it go. Yeah. Just and so few people can do that. So few people can just let it go. And that's what I'm doing. I've just realized he ain't never going to get it. <laughs> so I'll just let it go. And Troy in Toronto. Uh, says, just so you know, your buddy, Moose, who you met in, fl- in the flesh. I did. Says, we all say Toronto unless we are talking to another person from the GTA. Darren is bang on. Where the internet's so much, the cell service is so much better as Darren. <laughs> rubbed it into me one day. Um, and Colin in Ottawa, which I guess I have that wrong. He says, good boy, dupes. I live in Nepean, which means absolutely nothing to those outside Ottawa. Means a lot to me More because to me. it's the home of Tyler Crepena. <laughs> oh. Say what? What are you laughing at? Hey, we got to go. We're way past time. Mean, yeah, it doesn't mean yeah. much to me either right now. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Moose. We got going and I got past the time here. Dinger's up next. We'll be right back. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, WQEE, and your favorite podcast platform. RP Show continues from South Florida, and I 
want to jump right into it. I apologize for uh, having Chris Dingman sit through the break. I can't wait to chat with him. 385 NHL games, Flames, Avalanche, Lightning, two Stanley Cup wins, and he joins us today. And Dinger, I was saying this. I used to think, until I worked out with you that day in the same room, not like I was challenging you in any way, that you were just a big meathead hockey player. You're smart with opinions. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and not afraid to give them, man. No wonder you got a media job post post playing. Do you miss those days being on the air? Uh, well, I don't miss uh, putting makeup on. I'll be honest with you. Um, I remember there was a time I was in Montreal and asked a lady. Uh, she's been the she she was like the EMT for back when I played, and I was like, "Is there a bathroom around here?" And she's like. Why? I'm like, I got to put some makeup on. She's like, let me see that. What kind of makeup you have? And it was like my wife's <clears throat> stuff she didn't use anymore. It was like powder, you know, like, so you're not shiny. And she looked at it. She's like, you can't use that. That's terrible. That's awful. It clogs your skin. I'm like, yeah, I know, but whatever. I just got to put it on. And I was like, thinking to myself, I can't believe I went from like hitting people and playing a physical sport, punching people in the face and getting punched in the face to talking about what kind of uh, uh, makeup I'm wearing. So where did it all go wrong? Thank you for. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not a meathead yeah. anymore, so I appreciate that. I was I was trying to talk to you when I was out of breath on the uh, treadmill, so I was doing that. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, okay. Yeah. I get you. Well, here's how I know everything out of your mouth. I didn't expect. Right. I didn't see coming. And the thing is, I don't want to out you with your comments about Babcock or whatever, like pro or con, whatever. I was like, I really enjoyed sure. the chat. And where I want to open this up is. NHL.com's power rankings are out, and both the Lightning and Panthers are in the top nine. Did you ever think you'd see a day where both Florida NHL teams are that highly rated going into the season? Um, well, I, I would say yes, just because I was on a team in Tampa that won. And Florida, like, you remember, let's look back to when Colorado moved, they beat uh, Florida in 96. So um, when you get the right people in place, um, you know, good things happen. And, I think for the Panthers, I think they, people didn't realize how good a team they were. They just had a tough schedule and they had some injuries. And I think it's good. I think people underestimate, you know, like you, you, you live in different places now. And we talked a little bit that, you know, there's passionate hockey fans everywhere. And if you look at the Lightning, I'm just going to speak strictly on them. You're on like your third generation of fans. So, you know, like uh, five, 10 years ago, I had kids come up to me that weren't kids anymore. They were like 20 something and they're like, Oh, I was like, whatever, five or seven when you guys won the cup. And now I'm a season ticket holder and stuff. So, I mean, there's great fans. There's passionate fans everywhere. But, uh, you know, Lightning, I think with Julian Breezebaugh, what he's done since taking over Steve Eisenman, he's a brilliant hockey mind. And, you know, I actually coached his kids, both his kids. One's a goalie uh, and one's a defense. He's got an 07 and an 09. And he would help out with practice. And he'd just he'd say, what can I do? What can I do to help? And. I'll give you a little tidbit. So uh, we did we always did dry land before practice because we had a facility next door with some turf and some weights, and the kids were younger, so they weren't doing a ton of weights. But oh boy, right in the middle, there you, right in the middle of a great story. Oh, we're back, we're back. You're right in the yeah, middle of doing some weights. We got you, Dinger. Go ahead. Yeah, so I was doing weights, and um, or no, we were doing work. The kids were doing dry land. And so Julian Breezeball was in there, and I was like, do you want to run dryland? He's like, sure, absolutely. So he was doing it. But I was watching him the one time, and he did a single-leg box jump that was like five feet. And this is a gym of the Lightning, and Julian was in great shape. And he, I was watching him do pull-ups. He's doing single-leg box, single box jumps. I'm like, I can't do that. 
like no chance. Even when I played, I could barely do that. But you know, just a brilliant hockey mind. So I'm not surprised uh, the Lightning are where they are. They the culture started years ago when Stammer came in and Marty St. Louis was still there and showing the ropes. And you know, we talked. They had just gone back and they did a 30th anniversary in the Hall of Fame or Wall of Fame, whatever they called it. Um, so like there, there's some history there now, and I think uh, you know having guys that have won and the culture they've set there, I think is great. So. I'm not really, I, I'm sorry, I have really long answers, but I'm not really surprised. I think you know, the Panthers have been a good team for some years, some years now, so I'm uh, not totally surprised. I think it's awesome, and don't worry about your answers. Furthermore, though, in the same list, Edmonton and Toronto are in the top nine, and you're an Edmonton guy. Could you see a Stanley Cup final between those? We talked about it last year, and they both petered out on the way, but do you think they have it to do it this year? What are we talking about again, sorry? My, Edmonton, oh, Toronto. My bad technology. Edmonton, Toronto. In, in the finals. In the finals. Yeah. Zero. There's zero chance of that. <laughs> zero. Why? And this is why. why. Because um, I'm a firm believer. Uh, well, I don't know if I'm a firm believer. I am. Is it? And I'm not a Toronto hater at all, but uh, when you're worried about what you're wearing to the games, and wearing a suit, you're worried about the wrong thing. So I don't know. You know, I'm just. I'm going to say I don't know Austin Matthews and Nylander and any Tavares and any of those guys. And I don't know him personally, but I just when I see stuff like that, and when you constantly, so you look at the Lightning. So you look at what they're doing, and like so, like they lost. You know, they 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 had failure against Columbus. It was embarrassing, right? They got beat. They shouldn't have. So they adjusted, and they didn't want to lose again. And so they learn from that. And I don't know if Toronto's learned from, from losing. So you lose once or twice and you got to learn and you got to learn to hate it. And I just, um, some of the interviews, I look at the post-game interviews and I made some comments on Twitter and I think it was one of the defensemen. I feel Riley, he's like, I don't want anything to change. You know, I like this group. And, and you're not throwing anyone on the bus. It's not about like throwing guys on the bus, but if you don't want anything to change, then you're a loser because you didn't win with what you had. And not that you got to go and change a ton of things, but you didn't win with what you had. You've had the same core for years. At what point do you go, it's not, it's not the peripheral guys, it's the core. And just based on, you know, the teams I was on, you know, your core players were the guys. Like in Colorado, Patrick Waugh and Adam Foote and Forsberg and Sackick, they set the tone and losing was not acceptable. And that was the culture. And I just don't know if I see that in Toronto on the limited side of things. <clears throat> You know, you see Connor McDavid and Drysaddle, and you know I'm from Edmonton, but I'm not like a homer or anything. But you know, I see them after they lost, and they were mad, they were pissed off because they expected to win and do better and take another step, and they didn't. So, do I think Edmonton could do it? Toronto, I don't think so. Like I just uh, Sheldon Keefe. I mean, I roomed with him my when I first got traded to uh, Tampa. He was my first roommate, and you know, a bit of a different guy, but he's in a tough spot where. If the team like that, you have to drop the hammer. In my estimation, is it, you know, John Tortorella, I'll go off him. Like, I've had Brian Sutter, I've had Bob Harley, I've had coaches that, <clears throat> you know, are different guys and very intense and very whatever. Tortorella was, he crapped on everybody. Like, it didn't matter who it was. Vinny the Cavalier, St. Louis, Dingman, Wah, it didn't matter. Like, if he didn't think you were bringing it, he got right up your, you know what, and I appreciated that. And I don't know if Sheldon Keefe has that. I don't know if he's got the... The cojones to you know go to Martin or whoever like pick your guy Matthews and sit him. You're not playing. You're not good enough. I haven't seen that yet. Maybe that'll change. But um, so yeah, to answer your question again, no zero chance of those two. Great answer. And just quickly, 
Do you see the Flames as a playoff team? You've obviously spent enough time in Calgary and with Flames alumni to get a vibe. Do you think they're a playoff team? I think, do I need a yes or no answer? I think maybe in the sense of, like, the, you look at the team they had, and, the, you know, the Oilers with Marks on there trying to get him, he didn't have, you know, obviously didn't have the best season. But so you have a goalie who can win you games and be elite. He hasn't been that. And I think with the Sutter effect, you know, but Sutter's go somewhere, they get to instant results. And then after a while, I think you're just hearing things now like it wasn't great and guys weren't happy. So I think there's a possibility of that. I really think, you know, with the, with the new coach, City's players are different. See, we know that. Well, I think we got enough out of that. He lost his audio. Yeah. Well, we, it's a strong maybe. Uh, I get it. We'll pick that around when we come back for overtime right after this, everybody. Hang on. We're live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. Right, we are back at it for overtime. It's proudly brought to you by Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, where skill and fun collide. 28th Street Northeast. And uh, shout out to the crew watching down there. I know it's getting very busy. Hockey season is around the corner. I call it an amusement park for hockey players. OT Hockey Lanes in Calgary, 28th Street Northeast. Um, I've already read the sports update. We've gotten through most of the business today, and I feel like it has been a tremendous show. I've accomplished everything, really, that I was hoping to. Got some things off my chest, and now it's your turn. It's what I call audience takeover, and Larry Sweet is watching in North Carolina, and I just, or uh, North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And I appreciate that people like what we do here because it's so much different than what everybody else is doing. And here's an example. Larry's a football guy, and he says, uh, writes in on the 902 line, <clears throat> Rod, there's a difference between a Canadian quarterback coming from a Canadian college and a Canadian coming from a U.S. college. Nothing against Canadian college football. However, U.S. college football is just different from football played in Canada. Yeah, it is. And again, why we're talking about this, if you just tuned in, was a gentleman in Kelowna. And I don't, this is not a fight, it's a debate. As a matter of fact, I'll read it. I still have it here. Wayne in Kelowna, B.C. writes in. He says, hello, CFL needs Canadian quarterbacks on the field to succeed. Identify the talent in Canadian schools and develop the talent while still in school. So, number one, why are we talking about what the CFL needs? Number one, that's A. Why are we always in that discussion? Because you don't hear that about any other leagues. Um, two, I've talked about it before. My very best friend's kid just graduated from Saskatchewan Huskies and his name the player is Mason Nias he turned down a contract offer from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders he took the Saskatchewan Huskies to consecutive Vanier Cup national championship games but he turned down a Sask Rough Rider contract offer and I because I'm so close to them and I love them so much I won't tell you why but put two and two together 
he would rather not play football after something that he gave his whole life towards and go be a teacher than pursue that dream. So you tell me what's wrong. They don't put value in the Canadian quarterbacks. There's nobody better than Mason Nias. So there's one right there, and the CFL doesn't want them. I mean, there's this huge discrepancy between the top flight Canadian quarterbacks and the Rourke brothers, and let's just say U Sports quarterbacks. It's not even in the same league. And for whatever reason, we're in the entertainment business, guys. You have to understand we're in the entertainment business. The Canadian ticket-buying public ain't going to buy tickets to go watch U-sport quarterbacks. If they did, they'd go to the U-sport games. So I'm, I've tried to be exceptionally patient with these comments. But that's my thing. Thank you, Allie in Texas, for the... Uh, Nice comments. I like, there's a lot of great stuff coming in here. Chris Dingman obviously has ruffled some feathers with his comments on the Leafs. Troy in Toronto writes, and he says, there's nothing wrong with looking good, and I don't think dressing sharp has anything to do with winning or losing. Austin and Mitch want to win. There are 32 teams and 31 aren't going to win. Tough odds. (laughs) I love the debate. I love the debate. More than anything, I love the debate. I'll say it again for those that weren't watching earlier. Uh, Serena came up to the hotel room in Calgary, and she goes, there's just a massive behemoth of a man working out downstairs. I said, well, let's go see who it is. Threw on my workout gear, went down there, and it was Chris Dingman, who we'd had on this show before, but I'd never met. We worked out every day for a week, and the stuff coming in out of his mouth, I'm like, you got to be on the air somewhere, man. And he was in Tampa, but he wanted to move back to Edmonton because that's his home, family reasons, blah, blah, blah. But the guy's just got hot takes like crazy. And by the way, he don't care what you think either. Kind of what you need in this business. And yet everybody gets so butthurt about everything that's said. Like we can't worry about other people's opinions, yet they do. Troy says uh, in Toronto, it's obvious that NCAA is way better than CIAU. The population, talent pool, and opportunity to excel in football is just more prevalent in the U.S. Yeah, we know all that. All the, the CFL ain't missing anything, but more talk, more hype, and more people going to the games. The ratings are good. The games are tremendous. So I don't know why we got to constantly talk about what it isn't. It'd be nice if we talked about what it is. What it is. But that's not on me. Tomorrow, we got uh, Earl from the Steadies, Earl Pereira. And Ron Duguay, get ready, ladies. Ron Duguay will be joining us to preview the Rangers season in the National Hockey League. We'll see you tomorrow, noon Eastern, here on The Key and Game Plus. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.